An artist's duty, as far as I'm concerned, is to reflect the times. I think that is true of, of our painters, sculptors, poets, musicians. I, it's because I'm concerned it's their choice. But I choose to reflect. Hi, Molly. Hello. What is up? Oh, you know, just out here living in yeah. the fucking bell jar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it definitely doesn't feel uh, like a holly jolly Christmas this year. Definitely um, not. For many of Which us. I'm, I'm usually like sort of grinchy um, just in the... I worked, I have worked in retail for ever, and um, it's capitalism. Like, yes. I'm like, I'm sorry I didn't get you a gift, you know, like, capitalism just doesn't have an effect on me. Like, right. I'm just... Well, that's the thing, like, I feel such pressure to buy everyone that I care about a, a gift, and if I were to do that, I would spend, like, most of my, if not all of my paycheck trying to, like show, and I say that with air quotes, show everyone I love them with this monetary piece of junk that they probably might not even use later. Yeah. Um, Don't really have a choice whether or not to, like, participate in family Christmas, and so that's, like, eight people to buy for. Uh, It's a pain in the ass. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I do not buy gifts for my friends. It doesn't happen. (laughs) Hey, I think that is totally fine and I think we should so I think a it's it's kind of like you know limiting waste you're there's so many reasons of why absolutely not doing gift exchanges can be a positive thing and maybe just spending time together and just like having a fucking conversation that's so right. beautiful that's a gift a itself. phone call <laughs> yeah that's a gift um but in the spirit of the season I guess we should talk about holiday things and try to enthuse those quarantined or, you know, still trapped by this pandemic and make them feel like some sort of something. (laughs) Something. Let's feel something, y'all. Holly and jolly and something. (laughs) Just anything. I'm, I'm trying to feel something. I, I'm just a girl standing here. Looking at you, asking to feel something. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, what are your feelings about, um, what's that movie? I just lost it. Love Actually? Love Actually. That's, Is that for, that's Love Actually, right? Yeah, and that's, like, considered a holiday film. So, so like, um, I do not have strong feelings about Love Actually, mm-hmm. um, but... I don't know if it was the same director or producer. The same people made the movie About Time. And yes. I I think that that is the superior of the two movies. Yet everyone agree. just, like, fully, like, celebrates love, actually, so much. Um, but there's so about, much about time, I have, like, spent quite a bit of time, you know, just, like, watching and re-watching, like, maybe I was going through a depressive episode, and I just, like, watched that movie, like, seven times in a row. 
That is so funny. And you know what? I feel like it counts. We can talk about it because it starts on New Year's Eve. The whole movie starts at a New Year's Eve party, right? So that's how part of the holidays. It's been a while since I've seen yeah. it. So I'm <laughs> no, like, I don't know how, I, where it starts. I completely agree, though, that About Time is is the superior and the, you know, just far better version of Love Actually. I, again, it's been a long time since I watched Love Actually also, and I feel like there was a lot of, like, you know, like, rom-com toxicity, like, that, that the negative aspects of rom-com, like, pitting women and men against each other and pitting mm-hmm. women against each other. And, um, you know, there's, like, I don't know. There, there's a lot of stuff. The only thing that makes me ever want to consider watching that movie every year is the dancing scene of with Hugh Grant <laughs> in Love Actually. Mm-hmm. That gets me every time. But other than that, eh, it's kind of yeah. a miss for me as a holiday film. But so as a child for you, Molly, what were like your gravitational pulls when it comes to holiday? Like what, what are your must watch like Christmas films? Uh, the Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so good. Yes. Um, weird little gay elves take their fake dog, uh, which is just a reindeer with socks on its head, to, to town. And, uh, oh, yes. and that's the synopsis of the movie. <laughs> no, but it's so that the song, like, I believe in Santa Claus, like, I believe in love, that... Because it's also the one with the heat miser and cold miser, yes. and, like, that gets stuck in my head year-round. I'm yeah. like, he's Mr. Heat Blister, he's Mr. Sun, It's so, like, Broadway and campy in retrospect. I freaking love uh, the Franken and Bass, like... Those those puppeteering movies, those are mm-hmm. my shit. Especially that one. I really love Year Without Santa Claus. And then Santa Claus is Coming to Town, where it like sh- shows the origin story of Santa. Uh-huh. I always Put enjoyed one that one. foot in front of the other, and, and then you'll be walking across the floor. So uh, good. That was like four different keys. <laughs> No, did you hear how... uh, You heard mine. There's no judgment here. We're not... Well, I'm not a singer. Molly actually is a singer. I am not. So I I have zero... I apologize for nothing when it comes to my singing on this podcast. Um, Okay. You never said this was a musical podcast. No, and if you treat it as such, how dare you? Um, But another good... Okay, so fun fact about me... When I was in middle school, I went through, like, a special interest phase um, with uh, The Christmas Carol. So I not only read the book, so I read the book, I read it, like, twice in, like, a one-week period because it's so short. And then I watched the movie with, uh, oh, okay, I watched the Muppets version. I watched a Jim Carrey animated version, which is, I think those two are my top versions. And then I watched the uh, Kelsey Grammer version, mm-hmm. and I watched the really old one that I don't know any of the actors in it because nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> and 
I just was like engrossed in that. So to this day, like I, if I, if someone turns it on, I can like follow along and like <laughs> say the lines. Like I, I couldn't do it like right off the top of my head, except maybe I could. Let's try. Did you see the Disney one too? The no. the one with uh, Donald Duck is Scrooge. He plays Scrooge McDuck. That's right. Um, <laughs> That's right. I that didn't, one. I remember seeing of it, but I tell me more. That's like sort of all that I remember, and like I think they took some liberties with it, where like <laughs> the three nephews were the three like ghosts or something like that, because he was like their uncle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't tell you. <laughs> That is but fantastic. I do remember watching that a lot. I think it was like in like a maybe like a weird combo DVD with like little short movies or something, mm-hmm. or like um, Mickey's Twice Upon Once Upon a Christmas. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. I think. Yeah, I something like that. Will tell you, I was way too old when I bought Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, which is the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, different style of animation, and I still unabashedly enjoy that one because it's just that like childlike, just pure joy and like silliness. Yeah. Like no, no other. I mean, there are some messages behind it, but nothing like too, too intense. It's all very palatable, and and it's honestly just good background noise during the holidays. <laughs> like yeah, I just love having movies on during this mm-hmm. season. Um. I have to say, I don't think I really enjoyed the um, the the Jim Carrey version of A Christmas Carol because really? the animation was creepy to me. See, okay, you are not the first person that said that to me because apparently, and like not in a fun way. It was just like yeah. kind of like icky. <laughs> See, yeah, I I loved the animation, and I've had this conversation with so many people, but most people agree with you, Molly, that it it was creepy. And yeah. I don't know what about it made me like it, but I, I think it was Jim Carrey because I have set, I mean, I have always had a, like, like a love affair with, with the idea of Jim Carrey in my head, um, like Ace, Ventura, Bruce Almighty, and then he did The Grinch, and I was like, holy shit, like, The Grinch was, Jim Carrey's Grinch was my absolute jam, I watched it year-round, uh, I could see I'm saving it until like right before Christmas to watch it because it's like one of those cherished movies and now I'm like kind of bummed that we watched Happiest Season so early because I'm like I just want to keep watching that honestly I mean you could always watch it again I oh I have I have (laughs) I watched it last night (laughs) um okay other fun Christmas movies that um, we watched the the Casey Musgraves Christmas special. <gasps> Say more about that. Last night. Because um, I am not on necessarily on the I'm not not on the Casey Musgraves train, but I'm also not on it too as well. So I I, just, I was late to it. I was late to the train. Uh-huh. Um, but it it's really wonderful and just like fun. It's like a scripted like performance thing and she's got like a bunch of special guests it's hosted by dan levy (gasps) almost said dan levy that's a different person entirely um and it's wonderful he's like wearing an elf costume most Uh. of the time it's really great um and it's just you know casey musgraves in like a bunch of different outfits and it's all glitter and glam and like the set for it is basically like 
what you would imagine like a big dollhouse looks like. Oh um, shit! Because they did it on a stage, um, uh-huh. and it's just like a recording of a stage performance. Um, and yeah, it was really good. It's got like Leon Bridges, um, oh, nice. Fred Armisen, Ow, Classic. Um, <laughs> Cat, Cat. Um, La- Lana Del Rey. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else. But oh oh Zoe Deschanel like just like a bunch oh, wow. of fun yeah. like Christmas duets and it's just a nice joyful time and the Rockettes make an appearance at the end gotcha. and some lag yeah that's <laughs> that's huge for me I always wanted to be a Rockette really um, yeah <laughs> I didn't know this about you that is yeah. incredible oh my gosh you got to do it <laughs> I, I used to practice my high kicks in the garage. And, yeah, and until you do, I was like dying. And you do point and stuff too, so it's like I, I, I would love to. We should do a rocket performance, like a faux rocket, like yeah, <laughs> like rocket budget budget rockets. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, uh, man, yeah. Christmas specials are my jam for sure. Like I used to have a VHS of um, like Ed Sullivan show Christmas special. And it, like, throughout, it was, like, a collection of, like, special guests he had on throughout the year, and I loved that. I think that's so fun, and such a great way to, like, get a bunch of different types of talents and musicians and things noticed. I think that's, like, a really cool and fun aspect of it, too, and... Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm trying to think of, there was a Christmas movie that I was just thinking about. And I lost it. Um, what are your feelings about Home Alone? It's great. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love Catherine O'Hara. Um, oh, yes. Anything she's in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that I've watched it in a while. But yeah. it's a great, wa- fun, slapstick time. <laughs> I, yeah, I watched the first one like last week um that was like on our on our to-do list we have to watch at least one home alone this christmas um i'll be honest the third one is not good it doesn't even have macaulay Culkin, right no and it's just like and it's not at christmas time it's i don't think it's like it's so weird and like i just remember this kid like floods the house or something i don't know yeah i i have no emotional tie to that one (laughs) <laughs> that that yeah I I weirdly feel like I watched Home Alone two more than I watched the original because like keep the change you filthy animal yeah exactly. <laughs> like. right and I I feel like yeah I watched I watched it for some reason like we had a DVD set and it, Home Alone two was on it but not Home Alone one and so but I it's been so long I can't remember very much except for that it happened in New York and I think. That was also one of the movies as a kid, like, seeing New York City. It has Tim Curry. Yes, Tim Curry. We love Tim Curry so much. Um, Yeah. Also, okay, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, the Pigeon Lady. That one. uh, The Pigeon Lady's in Home Alone, too. There's, like, this... Oh, I don't even remember. (laughs) Me neither, but I remember that there was this lady that... He's, like, freaked out by it first, and then she ends... There's always that character. Like, in the first Home Alone, it's his neighbor 
who they think is a murderer. Right, right. And then, but ends up being a great guy. And then it's the same, like, uh, there's always, like, some misunderstood side character that he ends up learning from. and They end up being, like, a wise sage type. Yeah, exactly. And this one was a pigeon lady, but this year was really funny because on Twitter, people were comparing photos of uh, Piers Morgan and this pigeon lady and saying, like, Piers Morgan is the pigeon lady. And if you look, there's a lot of similarities. And he just was, like, on there, like, I'm not the pigeon lady because, you know, he's Piers Morgan and he can't let anything go. And yeah. <laughs> I just, can't, I don't know. Can't take a joke. Can't take a joke. Um, yeah, I know. Like, classy thing would have been to lean into it and been like, yeah, that was my greatest role and quit acting after that. But no, he was like, that's not me. Um <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. Um, wah, wah. Also, you know, it's it's funny. I'm not super religious, but I also weirdly loved the drummer boy as a kid. Like the, um, the clay, it, well, it wasn't claymation. I think it was puppeteer, like the same style. I feel like I did not watch that one that much. Yeah, it was pretty dark too. Like it wasn't a fun one. Like it wasn't bright and colorful. There was no... Fun. I didn't really watch that one or like Rudolph's Rud. <laughs> back it up, take that back into the station. Choo, Rudolph's choo, choo. shiny New Year. Oh my God! I I'll tell you why you didn't watch that one because it's shitty. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like the New Year one, and I don't know why. I think it's because there's like a lack of continuity in it for it's me. It's boring and weird, yeah. and like I love weird, but it's like boring. It's weird. lackadaisical weird. Like it's just like yeah. here we don't know what to do. Let's just throw in a narwhal. Here's like at a some bunch point. of characters, <laughs> and like yeah, just don't really know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, new year, yeah, shiny new year was never a big one for me either. Um, but I did love Eloise at Christmas time. <gasps> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm raging. Loved Eloise at Christmas time. <laughs> so so good. good. I highly like highly um, related to that energy as a kid, and like everything is positively wonderful and it's christmas time and it's gonna be uh fantastic (laughs) right um she's she's so good in that um i wish we had seen that more of that actress like she was in my sister's keeper yes she was Um, i don't know what else she's been yeah i think that was the last like big like feature film that she was in that's a bummer because she was. Well, that's not to say that like she's not still acting. That's true. She could just not be in stuff that like we're not getting seeing, right. you know. Because there's just so much, so much that's content. Very <laughs> true. Or she could be doing theater. There's lots of, lots of paths for an actor. Um, man, I am like drawing a blank on all my Christmas classics this year. Oh, White Christmas. I know. So I'm like conflicted about this one because I hate Bing Crosby um, because of like historically he's abusive, sexist racist, like just not a good guy all around oh, I um, didn't even know that Yeah, and uh, but the rest of the cast and ensemble I love like uh, Danny Kay does, he's the one that's like dancing and uh, does all the dancing with um 
that one actress whose name escapes me. And then um, Mary Clooney, which is George Clooney's, like, great aunt, was in it. Um, but I loved, like, the music in that, the costumes in that, and then the choreography in that is incredible. And that's always a must-watch for me, even though it is kind of, like, older and old-fashioned. Like, I think that's the tricky part these days for me personally about watching Christmas movies is because some of them don't hold up the way Mm -hmm. they used to for me and that's always kind of a bummer um just with film in general but especially like something like a Christmas film that like you cherished as a kid and you looked forward to and then as an adult you're like oh that wasn't either as entertaining or that was maybe offensive or blah 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 and um yeah so currently like trying to navigate those waters too of like what's worth watching this year (laughs) and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff but yeah yeah I don't really seek out Christmas movies ever Mm -hmm. um I'll just like watch them if they're on Mm -hmm. um I pretty much only like feel enthusiastic about the Grinch um yes and uh less than zero I consider a Christmas movie because the like beginning of it happens at Christmas time. Um, Less than it, zero. Say more about. I've never seen this film. It is a movie um, adapted from a book written by Brett Easton Ellis. They the book and the movie are two separate entities, mm-hmm. like entirely. Um, but it stars Andrew Andrew McCarthy. Um, and he's like coming home for the holidays and um it like starts out with him getting invited to a christmas party by a friend and the invitation says let's fuck christmas together and it's just like very 80s and oh, um, I love that. colorful it's a super dark movie um about cocaine and being despondent and mm-hmm. you know um the the general malaise of like starting adulthood after high school um and it's really sad (laughs) Um, (laughs) you're like but watch it because it's good (laughs) but it's like one it's it's a top tenner for me really oh my gosh okay then i'm adding it to my list of christmas films this year also i'm such a sucker for like an 80s christmas film specifically because like i don't know just give me wham vibes which i love like, well, it's technically not a Christmas movie. It just happens at Christmas time. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll so, still count it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And uh, it's, it's a Christmas movie to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. The debate about Die Hard is Die Hard a Christmas film or not? Never um, seen it. I know. I saw it once back in the day, um, and I fell asleep during it and there you have it yeah i just when it comes to action for me uh not that i am against action films by any means because i do love i am i think they're so boring it depends on the film for sure and i think they're i think if it's labeled an action film i probably won't watch it um yeah if there's action involved in a film that's like good already that's great but like 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 kill bill is probably like an action-y film but not uh, at all. Yeah, I wouldn't even consider Classified. it an action. No, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but, but yeah, films that are under the genre of action, I'm, 
I, I just never even touch it, to be honest. Well, because like, usually if it has that label, it's just a cash cow. Right, yeah. And I don't care about it. I will never care about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of cash cows, and this one I actually did kind of enjoy. Have you seen um, The Night Before? It's that Seth Rogen Christmas movie. No, I haven't. That one is actually pretty hilarious. And, you know, it's been a few years since I've watched it, so I I don't want to say, like, it's the best movie ever and you should watch it and you're going to fully love it because I can't remember everything that happens. But um, it's basically about three dudes who are growing up and, you know, they're all getting older and, like, married. One, one's, one's single and he's also an orphan, so they're all kind of, like together to support him through Christmas and they do that every year because he's like the only one without a family and but now that they're in their 30s and they're like starting their family his friends are like hey dude like we need to spend Christmas with our families this year because we have them now (laughs) and oh no um, so the whole movie is like about them having like one big like final boys Christmas together um, okay. And, or friendship Christmas. I don't want to say it, make it sound like a boys club because it's it's too funny to, like, put that label on it. But, like, it is a little bit that way, too, because it's Seth Rogen. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, like, one um, big Christmas blowout with the three of them, and they're all trying to get... It's uh, Seth, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and um, I'm going to look him up because, again, he's an action movie guy he's like in Vin Diesel no 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 he's in uh, the Marvel movies um can't he plays like the one Robert Downey Jr. no (laughs) oh no what is he in um I'm just gonna type in Captain America and see what pops up uh Chris Evans no it's not Chris Evans it's uh he's black he's um he plays what? Who does he play? I haven't seen Captain America, so I do not know. He plays uh, one of the superheroes with wings. I'm sorry. I don't care about Marvel that much, so I don't remember their names. But he has wings. He's like Nighthawk or something like that. Um, he's a yeah. hot guy. Anyway, <laughs> it's that actor. Please ignore me. Um, it's that actor. So it's the three of them. I like how you looked up the Marvel movie and not just the cast of uh, the movie well, that you're talking about. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't even know which which one he's in is the problem. I know he's in a Marvel movie, but I can't remember. No, the, I, I don't understand why you didn't look up the movie that you're talking about right now. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, now I get what you're saying. Yeah, that makes more sense. I don't know what's happening. Um, so... Yeah, the the Christmas the Christmas lethargy is clearly getting to me. Um, <laughs> Anthony Mackie, sorry guys, it's Anthony Mackie. Um, but it also has uh, Lizzie Kaplan, who I love, Jillian Bell, who I also love, and, and Michael Shannon plays like a guardian angel. Um, it's just like, and they're basically just trying to get to this super, um, uh, super like elite. Christmas party that you have to have this special invitation to get into. Uh, Alana Glazer is in it. She plays like uh, a kind of like one of the 
people that acts as a conflict. It's one of those movies where it's like, it's like one bad thing after another after another. Mm-hmm, like, oh, mm-hmm. they lose somebody's phone, and oh, now we're missing this person, and oh, now we can't find him, and oh, she broke up with me, and like, just one after another. And she plays a really, but it's got a fantastic cast: Tracy Morgan, Mindy Kaling, um, so many people that I love are in this. So. It's definitely, if you're wanting, like, something to laugh at that also just happens to happen at Christmas and is very, like, New York at Christmas time, this is, like, a good, easy, fun watch to do. For sure. I'm realizing I may have actually seen this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love that. Uh, Yeah. See, I, I really I really liked it. I think it didn't stick with a lot of people, though, if I'm being honest. Well, once you said that Alana, Alana Glazer was in it. She's, I like, might briefly have, in it. Yeah, I might have seen this. I uh-huh. actually, I might not have. I'm going to look up a poster. Um, yeah, I mean, it's see like. See if that will give me some context. It's like ugly sweaters and all that stuff. But, yeah. Um... Yeah, I might have seen this. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, again, it is it is not going to change your life by any means watching this film. But if you are looking for laughs, which I feel like this year many of us are, and looking for escapes, um, this is a fun one <laughs> to go for, for sure. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think, okay, what are other Christmas classics? I feel like, um, especially the first Little Women, um, the the one by Greta Gerwig, which I do like a lot, um, but it feels less Christmassy to me. The first one, I feel like, happens more, like they focus yeah, that's, more on that's the Yeah, that's definitely time. more of a Christmas movie. Yeah. For sure. And um, I love that one, and I love uh, Winona Ryder in that. So mm-hmm. good. Um, oh, speaking of Winona Ryder, that reminds me of Edward Scissorhands, which reminds me of a question that I love to ask everyone. What are your opinions on Nightmare Before Christmas? Is it a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween movie? It is a Christmas movie and a Halloween movie. <laughs> I was going to be like, whoa, that is a hot take just Christmas. <laughs> okay, say more about that. Say more about your feelings on that. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah, I, so me personally, I am such a little, uh, no, I won't say that. Um, I'm very, like, I don't know, I really, like, compartmentalize my holidays. I feel like, like, Christmas is, like, lights and fun and blah, 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 and then Halloween is always, like, where I get into, like, my grungy, like, uh, kind of gory, visceral side, and, and, and then, you know, Christmas is, like, my time to like feel any sense of magic which I feel like is why I've always clung to Christmas so heavily is because I was so invested in the um, concept of Santa as a kid and when I found out he wasn't real I wrote like weeks worth of like dramatic poetry about like the magic in the world is gone and I think like I just spend my life trying to like recapture the feeling that I felt when I once believed that Santa could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, anyway, I'm getting off track of what I was originally saying. 
So for me, like, Nightmare Before Christmas has very, like, dark, grungy, Tim Burton, Halloween-y vibes. And so, like, for me, like, watching it at Christmas time is very disorienting. And it feels like, um, like such a, like, pause in, in, like, the usual programming that I have on. And so, um, but, like, I have, I've heard so many people have, like, such very strong and opposing feelings about, like, what they think it goes for, like, I've never heard anyone say just Christmas, though. <laughs> that is, that is the one I've never heard. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely both. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, don't enjoy compartmentalizing, because I also, I don't really love the, like, getting into the, like, spirit or whatever, because mm-hmm. it is just, like, subscribing to capitalism in my that. brain, and also, like, the magic died really young. Right. My parents are divorced. Um, so like I figured out Santa wasn't real and my mom was like, I can't keep up the illusion. Um, mm-hmm. I have to hide toys in your closet. I was the oldest. Mm-hmm. So like it's all just like a thin like facade and I sound very grinchy. <laughs> no, you don't sound grinchy. Um, I think that's I think it's important to be talking about this though, because I feel like there is such a pressure around Christmas to feel a certain way and, and you know, it's I don't season. feel the pressure that's good because I shouldn't. don't subscribe to it that's good so <laughs> no I love that I love that I think I think that's probably something that I need to not necessarily work on but at least like check in with and be like okay what are our motivations for what we do during this time of year, Chrissy. Is it? Yeah. Because we want to be doing it. Because honestly, like, gift giving is kind of a love language of mine, but when there is a holiday that forces me to give gifts, um, it stresses me out and stresses out my money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So. And it's like, for what? Yeah, for what? Like, is that how, like, I have to show my, like, is my love invalid? If I don't have, like, some sort of, you know, gift from Crate and Barrel. Right. <laughs> like, you know, no. What, what does Crate and Barrel sell? Crates and Barrels? Crates and Barrels and probably terry cloth of some type. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go there, clearly. Um, but it sounded like a Christmas store to me. <laughs> we got crates of Christmas shit and barrels, too. <laughs> barrels of liquor. Barrels of liquor and, and peppermint schnapps. No, that's a that is one fun part about Christmas is um, peppermint schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, eh. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Molly, what are you gonna do to take care of yourself this season? Now that we're in a weird world and honestly we were in a real weird world prior to a pandemic but like nobody wanted to talk about it (laughs) right right um just you know do my best to survive Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it just try and stick to these like positive things i've implemented in routine and just like not slip out of that and that's that's basically it just sort of treat it like any other day because it's not really special especially this year <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i hear that well i am here to 
Support anyone who needs Christmas energy. I'm a Christmas fucking elf, <laughs> apparently, over here. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's a really, I think this time of year is going to be very difficult for so many people because they're not going, the one thing that maybe makes Christmas special to them is seeing people they care about, and that's not happening the same way this year. Or, on the flip side, it could be easier on a lot of people because there's no obligation to go home. That is so true. That is so true. That's actually... There was an SNL skit about... um, I think it was just last week about... um, that that dreaded phone call with your parents about, like, mm-hmm. I'm not coming home for Christmas this year because we're in a pandemic. Yeah. And, like, I could, like, obviously, and, and they made jokes about, like, like. I saw it. Oh, you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, so, I don't know, I feel like there are a lot of, the the silver lining to this Christmas is that we do have the opportunity to, maybe make this time of year actually serve us um, and figure out what you like yourself outside of your like family identity yeah and like the ways that you want to celebrate yeah exactly and like the traditions you want to make for your home and and whether that be traditional Christmas traditions or <laughs> that's so many tradition in one word sentence sorry um, one word sentence you know what am I saying uh, words have been very difficult for me lately and I was actually nervous before doing this <laughs> podcast because I was like honestly it's been gobbledygook coming out the old hole you, you've been getting enough b12 I've been getting zero B12. I've been, I had some, I ordered some because I am lazy instead of just like checking out the local pharmacy. I'm just like, maybe I should just order some so I don't have to go in anywhere. But, um, no, I need to get on that B12. And you know what, Christmas crunks, you all need to get on B12 too. Christmas crunks. I don't know what that was. Christmas with the crunks. Yeah, with the cranks. That was a Christmas movie that I hated. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. Tim no. Allen got a bad tan. Oh my Is god. Is that it? Yeah, honestly that like that image of him getting a tan is so burnt into my head that I got a little like choked up when you said it cuz it grosses me out so much. Like <laughs> that whole that whole like debacle of him getting like the world's worst spray tan or, or I don't know if it was spray tan or if he was just in tanning bed, I think it was a s- actually I have no idea I have no idea but, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna make any assumptions yeah yeah you guys can pass Christmas with the cranks unless you love it then watch it do what you want it's your Christmas have fun with it guys um but yeah um I just yeah we finally finished decorating the tree I love how like movies are not we're like you know what Everyone knows what Christmas movies are out there. Just watch them. <laughs> well, also, that's, like, the form of a podcast is sidebarring, and that's what makes it interesting. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, I just... This year, well, it's going to be it's gonna be fun, and it, one, if we want it to be, and, you know, it's going to be hard, too. And that is not lost on me, or... Any of us, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. 
I'm tapped out of energy. <laughs> okay, let's should we should we call it? Let's call it. Okay. All right. All right, listeners, we wish you a happy holiday, um, however you may celebrate them. Yeah. Take care of yourself. <laughs> do Mar- good Marry things. whatever, doobly do. Yeah, and just, you know, stay, stay safe out there, guys. Bye, gazers. Bye, gays. So I don't think you have a choice. How can you be an artist and not reflect the times? That to me is the definition of an artist. The music for today's podcast is The Definition by CJ. You can find more of his music at cjmakesbeats.bandcamp.com.